The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. Coming up on this week's episode, Dundee book their place in the semi-final of the SBFL Trust Challenge Cup semi-final against Rafe. Dundee dismantled the league leaders Queen's Park at Dens Park Stadium. We'll talk transfer rumours, players that have came in, players that look likely to go, and anything else we've heard before the January window shuts. We'll then preview the Hamilton game at New Douglas Park. For sure, it's a disappointing uh, result. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. What you heard there was a can of ice-cold own coil tears being opened for me and Paul Gray. Mm-mm-mm. Delicious. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Thirst quencher. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually forgot to say, I'm your host, Daniel Smith. I don't know who you are. Ah, well. I'm not trying to say I'm anybody, but... You know <laughs> who I am. I. <laughs> you, do you know who I am? <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've not got a fucking clue. Beat it. Neither do I. Neither do I. Is the reply that I get back. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying full price and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> As you may suspect, me and Paul are happy. Oh, ecstatic. Two games, two wins. You can't ask for anything better. What a week. I know. Brilliant. It's all doom and gloom last week. Certainly no this week. Seven goals scored. Only two conceded. But we've set out what we had to do. We won both matches. We're into the next round of the Challenge Cup. We are one step closer to trying to regain our place at the top of the league. It's all looking good, Paul. It's looking great, mate. Looking great. Mm-hmm. I'll make it continue. I think we'll just start speaking about the Queen's Park game. There's no yeah. way to spend too much time on the Dunfermline game. That was... By the time this pod comes out, it's going to be just under a week since we played it. So that's kind of done and dusted. But yeah, so everybody knows we took on Queen's Park at Dens Park. We were expecting a tough game. But in the end, I thought Dundee, I thought Dundee barred Queen's Park, and the scoreline this time around doesn't reflect the performance that we put in. We should have put a few more past them. It was only the XD Calm Ferry and goal that kept the scoreline down. Agree with me with that? Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent, brilliant victory, clean sheet. Could have been more, like you said, and. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't think you like this statement, but I feel like it was a statement of intent. We are, the, we are the real league leaders, or we will be anyway. <clears throat> I'll clear my throat before I say this, but I, I, I was going to say the same thing as well. All oh, right. <laughs> I, just, it just seemed like a, a fantastic performance for Dundee. I, I kind yeah. of went through that 
was it nine games unbeaten or ten? I cannot know. I think it was nine. Um, but I, I never seen Dundee put a performance in like that as they did on Saturday. I thought from start to finish, we were outstanding man to man on that field. And the substitutes that he made, and I said it in a few pods, I feel like he makes substitutes and he just hopes it's going to stick. But the substitutes that he made put the team even further, just yep. totally like put us at level above Queen's Park. And the, like I say, three, three goals for Dundee should have been more, but we'll take that win and three points. See, thing I see prior to that game, or prior to Saturday's games, they were the highest scorers in the league, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have known. No. Zero shots on goal, like or like on target anyway. Lexington had nothing to do. They were absolutely dug me. <laughs> you wouldn't think they were top of the league. Not a chance. No. That's nah. one thing I was wanting to like say is we've spoke about Simon Murray and the boy, um is it Savoy? I can't remember again. The Peterhead. Simon uh, Savory. Peterhead. Savory, that's it. Mm. Um <clears throat> and they've got Dom Thomas as well. And they have been scoring goals for fun. And we limited them to absolutely no shots on target. None. Legston were, again, another easy clean sheet for himself. Nothing to do. And that, that to me, just shows how good... that. Well, obviously scoring three goals shows how good we are going forward. But then restricting them to absolutely nothing mm-hmm. shows how good we were at the back. So overall, complete performance. See what I noticed about Queen's Park in this game, that they would the target had a right back. So Sam Fisher was making his comeback from Dunfermline. Mm. Um not too sure if it was his league debut. He has played for Dundee in the Cup. Um I think he made his debut against Hamilton in the League Cup this section this year. So yeah. I think it is his league debut. So he was put a right back. I thought he'd done excellent there. At the start, the first half, a little bit dodgy. Not he wasn't dodgy, but they targeted him and they were putting the boys down there. But he came into a game, and some of the crosses into the box for him and tackles and um, whatnot, he, he he made it look like he'd been there for a wee while, and it wasn't just a young lad he getting flung in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, they, they were targeting that spot. But they weren't getting any crosses in. What Dundee were restricting them to, so it became like a one-trick pony for Queen's Park in the game, I felt. So they would be running down the wing, get nothing and then caught him back in to try, try and get a shot out and boys like Ashcroft and Sweeney were just lapping that up and mm-hmm. blocking it. It's like Dundee just had them down to a tee and for a team that's been hitting boys for four, five, six goals every week, well not every week but uh, most weeks. Seems like it. Yeah, we, we've just stood up, stood tall and uh, made them look like a team that I'm the top of the league that shouldn't even be top of the league. I mean, I know that they're on merit, but on the performance alone, uh, Dundee were the one that played like they were top of the league. Mm-hmm. 100%, mate. Totally agree with you. Totally agree. And like he says, I mean, Fisher, I, had to, I was going to single him out. I actually thought he was really good. I mean, first yeah. 15, 15, 20, we wee bit shaky. But like he says, if that's his debut, which I think it probably was, mm-hmm. you know, league debut anyway, he's maybe going to be a wee bit nervous and that. And he had, I mean, he was having to deal with a boy, Pake. He's a tricky boy. Yeah. Um, but after that, he just came into it and he was down, he was basically playing right wing at times. And some of the balls he put in, that ball he put in whipped in for Sweeney. Oh, yeah. I was begging to be just bulleted into the net. I thought he had a really good game, good tackles. You know, he was he, he was solid, very solid, looked good. It feels like a new addition to the team. Yeah, definitely. I know he's been a Dundee player 
for many years obviously it came through the youth ranks but it, it does feel like a new addition a bit of new blood in that defence yeah it just freshens up freshens mm-hmm. up a wee bit yeah and obviously with Marshall being out injured um, you know Kerr going to left back they didn't really because a lot of teams are targeting Marshall you know going to the left so they thought oh, well we'll target that boy now but mm-hmm. Dundee looked solid enough like you said I know we can repeat ourselves over and over but zero shots on target boys do you know what I mean I know <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> I right. hate them, eh? I absolutely hate them. I can't stand them. <laughs> Cannot stand them. They've been in absolutely. the league for six months and you hate them already. Oh, absolutely. But you absolutely. hate every team. You I hate every team. team. You've said that already, so. Every team. Every team. But them, them mm-hmm. probably more so. Because I just think the times that we have played them, um, especially at Dens, I mean, I know you said, like, you know, the, what was it, the 2 0 game? That we won and they were they were decent three 0 game, um, that they were decent. Nah, I didn't see it and I didn't see it again on Saturday. I thought they were crap, <laughs> and they, I don't think. They, uh, but to me, that just shows that other teams are getting scudded five and six from them. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, mate, we we need to just go right if we're scudding them three 0 Like like you says, it could be more. We should be doing that to more teams. We we really should be. We should be controlling matches like we did there and absolutely giving teams a right good go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, hate them. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> oh, well, you've caught me with that in. Just the, the the hatred that's coming at you just now. Oh, I'm absolutely fizzing. Like, I just... We're beating them. Didn't be fizzing? Yeah, I, I just kind of stand them and it was great to see them get an absolute humping like that mm-hmm. but just a brilliant performance very very chuffed with the guys obviously I couldn't wasn't at the game but I managed well I watched the 90 minutes today mm-hmm. and I mean the first half the first half wasn't a great I mean but obviously we had a couple of chances and that but um, I think the game kind of was just fizzling out until the second half kicked in but we haven't touched on something go on touch me <laughs> touch me in the morning <laughs> um <laughs> McMullen's wonderful penalty. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... What? he done fantastic getting the penalty. Oh, he did great. Fantastic getting it. The boy, like, the boy, I wasn't even like he he went down, like, softer that. The boy took him down, but he got oh. in the position that that boy was always making that tackle when he Stupid got past tackle. him. Stupid tackle. Stupid tackle. Yeah. You see them making it, like, as soon as he got past them, you knew it was going to be a penalty. Um... Robson, I think it was. Was it Rob, Robson? Something like that. Anyway, it was an absolute stonewaller. And you're thinking, here we can go. Mm-hmm. But it was like one of the mascots took the penalty. <laughs> go here, we sh- go here, shot, son. Go here, we shot. I know. <laughs> he just dinks it to the keeper. What's he doing? It's, it's up there. We One of the worst penalties I've seen from a Dundee player at Dents. And it's one of the worst penalties I've ever seen. A few boys have linked it to Calvin Miller's against, was it Hearts, a couple of years back? Um, so you're on about like 2018. Oh, no, when it was six yards past the post? Aye, six yards past the oh, post. Oh, my God. At, at least he attempted to put it in the bottom corner. <laughs> I've, I've not, honestly, that is... I know people are saying it's one of the worst penalties of a Dundee player I've ever seen, but it's one of the worst penalties I've ever seen. That's mm-hmm. fucking awful. He, that's him, he's off penalties now. Like, that's it, done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, it's just one of those uh, past couple of weeks that penalties haven't been done, these mitts. Nope. I think if you're going by that, then half the team are off penalties. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just put legs things on them. <laughs> you can rifle it. So fucking give somebody else a chance. Like I've always that, said that, that. Wow. Always said that, Paul. Penalties. Laces through that ball. Then it'd be cute. Just get that ball and just blast it. Because if the mm-hmm. keeper gets a hand at that, nine times out of ten of you are absolutely like thunderbolt in it. He's just going to like touch it into the net. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to get a strong enough hand on it, but that that I'm no joking. You. It was it was like one of the mascots. Just hey, let's have a wee dink. Yay! Look at me, mummy. Look at me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awful, awful. Disappointed, like because I mean, I think I mean going on by the rest of the game. If we got that, then I think we would have just went on and just steamrolled them even more. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't to be no no into the half time break. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, like you said, we dominated them in the first half. So you seen, you seen like Queen's Park were there for the the point because what was it? Ten minutes before half time, they were just passing it about behind, and like defence and midfield. They weren't they looking to go forward with it. Dundee had came at them and had chances. Also, had the penalty as well. Um, but they knew that Dundee were like gunning for them, and they mm-hmm. never had it in their like Arsenal to to counter that. So they, yeah, I feel like they were just going to play for that draw. Um, and like I said, totally. half an hour into the game and they're passing it about. Uh, I mean... You got, boys, like... you got boys doing that on FIFA when you play them online and they're one and one now and then they just pass it yeah. back to the keeper. That's what the, that's exactly what it was like. It was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It showed like no no want or desire to actually go and go at Dundee. Like... They were, uh, I expected more from them, put it that way. If like it says, they're scudding these teams, I expected more. Yeah. But I just think that's, you know, hats off to Dundee. That's it. You persevered with it. Um, well, you never. The team did. And mm. um, they, I mean, they got their, the, the breakthrough, a, a fine goal from Ben Williamson, a first league goal, actually, a first Dundee goal of anything. Um, Kubiak probably should he probably should have cut it back, but fine play to get to be honest. Like we kind of jump on the subbies, I guess. The subbies were fantastic. Everyone subbies had an impact. And totally. like honestly, just note it here, like how many minutes were into this. Even Sheridan came on. Mm-hmm. And he had a wee bit of he had a wee bit of buzz about him. You're not even gonna believe me, but I've actually typed that. Did you? <laughs> you yeah, I generally looked like he came on. He was being yeah. a menace. You know what I mean. He was just he, mm-hmm. he he was being a menace, and there was a there was like a wee dink into the box. I think it was after maybe the first goal. I think or second goal. Can't mind anyway. <coughs> but a wee dink into the box, and he just headered it. Just a wee just a wee headered it down to McGee, and it could have been another one. Mm-hmm. He, he looked good. He did look good. Yeah, like every substitution looked good that Dundee made. Um, like I said, none none more than like like your Ben Williamson. Uh, because I thought he came on and added that wee bit extra creativity in midfield. Yeah. Um, he's get, him got like, t- uh, get him tied down. I, I know. That'll be in the... When we speak about transfer rumours. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, um, like, Yakubiak took the ball well. He was obviously kind of playing it on the left a wee bit. Like, you normally see him. And uh, find a couple of Darkman runs into that box doing that position. But um, it's when he got the ball and he, and he, he got in and he just had to pass it back. And yeah. he takes a shot, and I was like, I fucking knew he was going to take a shot. And also, goes back, Williamson rifles it in, 
can top it, and it caught, it was it just kind of like was enough the under, underside of the bar, yeah. underside yeah. of the bar, yeah. Was, but see, see for Jakubiak's run, the strength that he showed against yeah. that defender, it was like the defender just ran into a fucking wall and just yeah. bounced back off it. It was, it was just you weren't getting a ball of him, so you can understand why he was wanting to come out after this work. Yeah. I'm wanting it, I'm going to shoot here, but. Mm-hmm. A cute, cute angle, good save, but what a finish for Williamson. First time in it. First time mm-hmm. in it. And are they bodies there? And he picks out the space to Glasgow, but he needs that Barnett cut. <laughs> You're not happy with it? Nah. It's like somebody's put a fucking bowl on his head and just cut around, you know, razors around it. You know what I mean? If that's what the kids are doing nowadays, is it? Oh, for fuck's sake. Mate, I've seen kids getting perms. It's, it's going doing that right now. It's... Aye. I mean... It was acceptable me you, in the 80s. Me and you kind of speak because, I mean, we probably... We couldn't. It wouldn't anyway. Poor off in these hairdos. But <laughs> fuck me, eh? I'm clinging on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, even before that, you know, before that goal and before the, you know, the changes, like, even in the first 30 seconds, Dundee could have took the lead. Yeah. Um, two unbelievable saves for... Uh, actually, no. I said I wouldn't appraise them. Two decent saves for uh, Ferry uh, <laughs> to deny Thomas and then Cameron. Um, but nah, to, I know I said I wouldn't appraise them. But that first save from from uh, Big Kwame, what a save! He'd no right to save that. No, he, the keeper had a good game. He did. He, he's then I kept the scoreline down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. Paul McMillan. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, um, and then I felt. I felt Dundee had a penalty shout before the first goal as well when the ball, mm-hmm. ball came in and it was like the defenders just it wasn't the defender I think it was the boy Botang Botang went into the back of, back of Thomas as well oh, Thomas there was any as well in the, just after, in the first half that I think Sweeney got a nosebleed as he darted into the box uh, yeah yeah that, that was <laughs> never a pen that was never, <laughs> never, never a pen but that, that went on big quammy I, I, pff, hmm. mm-hmm. and the ref was at the edge of the box and it was probably on the six yard box he got tackled and the ref was there and he was just like nah so could, mm. could very well be if we never got that penalty in the first couple of minutes then that could have been a penalty you probably. know sometimes like you feel that's the way the, the thinking of the official is mm-hmm. that he's already given a penalty he's not getting another one I, I, I get that, but mm-hmm. he's there to follow the rules, and if he's making the rules up as he wants, he's not a good referee then, is he? Do you know what I mean? You've just described every ref in the Scottish game. It's, it's ridiculous. There's no consistency. It's absolutely brutal. But I, mm-hmm. I was I was convinced that one on Kwame Kerr was a penalty. Like. Mm-hmm. Kwame, I thought was excellent. <laughs> ah, yeah, mate. I, I, held, held the really ball like well. Him. His wee headers passed. Mm. If he's got if he's got a boy playing beside him, then here we could be onto something with that because he was winning a lot. He had a lot of strength on him also. Um I know like his debut, he got stick from some boys. Um but yeah. I mean, like you say, gave him a few weeks, gave him a few games in a dundee top. Like you say, I thought he was he basically put in a great shift. He did. And probably did. did want a goal from like say that first 30 seconds of the second half yeah no I like him I, like mm-hmm. I, I was impressed I must admit yeah I think he will obviously get better more game time and you know his fitness level comes up to where it probably should be I mean he's still mm-hmm. probably no, n- nowhere near full match fitness but 
like like you said, just wee passes, wee hold up plays, just like winning fouls. You know, getting the team twenty thirty yards up the pitch. That's that's what you want for a, a big laddie, big target man like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, no, nah, I thought you had a good game, a really yeah. good game. But uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, I think everybody had a good game. Even McMullen, I know there's a wee there's a wee tip for tat about I'm getting man of the match. I thought. He was. He's some of his uh, shots and crosses were ski with. He missed the penalty, but he never let that get to him. I didn't think he kept his nah. head down and kept trying his best. And you see, if we if we did take him off, then we would have missed him. Oh, think, yeah, yeah. I think just because of the penalty miss and like you say, a few attempts and a few crosses, it kind of um, kind of lingers in the memory more than the other work that he does because he was like you see a lot of tracking back as well. Um, mm. He was all over the shop. For me, Sweeney, man in a match. I was going to ask. Get the legs, Dins. I mean, come on, we're, we're jumping out of the place. We've, we've not even spoke about half of the goals. I'm already speaking about That's man in right. the matches. But, That's uh, all right. But talking about the man in the match, hmm. he set up the second goal. You're absolutely correct. I think, was it Sam Fisher? It certainly was. He done the tackle. Got the ball, McMullen, down you go, crosses it in, Yakubiak, back of the net, first league goal for Dundee. Sexy. Yeah. Somebody said to me, he could have headed that. And I was like, <laughs> I says, You're he's, joking. he's no scored in ages, he's no scored in the league ever. I says, he's no tackling any chances. The boy was like, tongue in cheek about it, to be honest, eh? But, fuck, you know. Oh, what a goal. What, what? But see, like it says, it starts for Fisher's tackle. Mm-hmm. And it was like pinpoint accurate. Yeah. Okay, he's kind of went in the back, but he won the ball first and it was a brilliant tackle. And I said somebody had a moan about that and said it should have been a foul. Not in a million years, but brilliant tackle for Fisher. And then McMullen with that ball went in the box, man. It was just begging to be finished. Mm-hmm. Any of the sexiest finishes I've ever seen, honestly. <laughs> just going in, virtually sliding on his knees and chesting it into the net, and then he's behind the goal waving the flag about. Fucking come on. I the flag celebration was a, a cracker, to be honest. Oh, love it. Cool as fuck. Sorry, but it's, it's just cool as. I love it. Paul, you've intrigued us with your sexy finish. We comment there. What other sexy finishes have you seen at Dens? <laughs> Bloody hell. What got the blood pumping? Um, off the top of my head, pass. Can't think of any. No. You're going to enlighten me though, are you? No, I'm just intrigued on what... <laughs> what, what, what constitutes sexy, yes. a sexy what, finish. What's a sexy finish? <laughs> Sliding on your knees and just chesting into the net. That's sexy. Like. I'll give you that in. I'll give you yeah. that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, the third goal... From the new boy, left back, Ryan Clampin. What a run, by the way. Where did that come from? He head down, past the boy, past another boy into the box, crosses mm. it in. Sweeney just has to make the slightest touch to divert that into the goal, and it's game over. But what I go And good celebration. You can see what I meant to him to actually just come on and uh, do that. Yeah. He was giving a big licks to the Bobby Cox. It was class, mm. like, but yeah, he basically picks the ball up on the halfway line, does he? Mm-hmm. And then he just glides past two boys like they're not even there. But I was, I was kind of flapping a wee bit when he gets into the box. The ball kind of get gets stuck in his feet a wee bit, but he still manages to release it. And it's one of my favourite things: low and hard, low and hard. Yeah. And it's just Sweeney's just stuck a knee out, 
there you are, three now. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Yeah, Lone hard for a sexy finish. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Love it. Compliments to Jeff. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, what a run. But I've seen some folk going, ah, oh, he's just did a 70 yard run in our hand. And I was, was in the 70. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the hill pitch. I'll be 90 before the end of this, before the, well, when this pod gets released. <laughs> yeah, it will be. <laughs> Ran for his inbox. <laughs> you started that from Freeze. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he started a gussy. <laughs> <laughs> Gliding by like just the I loved it, just the way he went past the boys. But mm-hmm. um I seen I can't mind who made the comment. I might even might even Jake, but like that's that's what Marshall used to do. Mm-hmm. I mean but then obviously that's I don't know, it just kind of fizzled out with him a wee bit, but I mean, it was good to see boy coming in on his his debut front of the whole fans, showing like this this is what I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I love the socks; like they're virtually not even on. I love that. It's brilliant. <laughs> I was going to say that he was uh, looked like a boy that loves a wee run down the the wing with the socks mm. I doing. Yeah, Class. And the tiniest of tiniest shin guards that you can probably find. He's got them on. Love it. I preferred it when players had the big shin guards. What had their socks doing? Nah, nah, nah. I like the socks just virtually down. That's it. Like fuck the shin guards. <laughs> Would you call them sexy? Sh- sexy. Sh- yeah. Socks. See the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with this podcast? I have no got a clue where this podcast is going, but there's going to be an XXX rating on it. <laughs> yeah, there will be. <laughs> no, just for the language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like you said, I mean, well. In between, obviously, the second and the third, Sheridan, that was when Sheridan came on and obviously clamping. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, Sheridan Sheridan was good and the folk will probably be like, Grace, are feeling okay? <laughs> you know me, I like to have a wee go at him, but nah, he looked good. He I mean, did look it, good. Then it got strong. He came on at a time when Dundee had this game in control mm. and we were not losing this game. But at the same time, it's not a bad confidence booster for a boy to come on when it's happening and obviously have a good performance and get get praise for it. Yeah, um, and he should do. Yeah, rightly so. I mean, I mean, us two, like I said before, we're nobodies and we can we, we criticise performances and all. <laughs> we sit and criticise performances as you would, as a fan would. But um, you know, but you give the you give due when it's when it is due. You give credit when it's due. Um, yeah. Every man on that pitch had a great game, um, except for legs. Then he did nothing. He he was solid. He was you know he's commanding. He was instructing the the defenders in front of him. That's why I would have gave him the uh, the man of the match. Didn't even get his bits stirred. <laughs> I think he did, like at all. Like, he just he literally had nothing to do apart from I, get the ball for the ball boys. All right, cheers, mate. There was one bit when he um he was taking the goal kick and starts kicking his feet against it like he's been busy and he muds it ah, and he's shing he's a studsy now you got a cheek <laughs> he's got a, he's got a cheek definitely now what <clears> is <throat> that by the way when keepers do that when they, they kick the post to get the mud after their bits or something you didn't oh, see players doing that oh because they'll oh, um, so they've got a proper grip you know when they're taking the kick because if you think about it so that's why the keepers do it Get the get the, get out of the mud off the boots and then There's when they're taking their goal kick, they 
Plus, it could be it could just be a bit of time wasting, you know. Just want people to look at them. Yeah, look at me, ding, 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 ding. If there's any goalkeepers, <laughs> ex-goalkeepers that have listened to this, then why do you do it? It's to get the fucking mud out the studs so they've got a better grip in the when they're taking their goal kick. That's all it is. So what about when boys are running about? Maybe actually, maybe Paul McMillan should have done it before he took his penalty then. <laughs> no, that wouldn't have made any difference, man. You're probably better <laughs> with a mascot on it. <laughs> Sick. But, but uh, I mean, he, he played, obviously, Lyle Cameron again. We don't have to speak any more highly about the boy. Another fantastic shift for him. Um, I think he was right to be subby, though. Yeah, yeah. I think um, he was kind of played in the middle quite a bit, wasn't he? I thought he, he looked good. I mean, a couple of passes astray, like, but oh, yeah. I mean, like, he's putting a hell of a shift against Dunfermline and mm-hmm. then he's went there against, like it says, the apparent league leaders. You know, he's done all right, but mm-hmm. I think it was the right substitution to make, him and McCowan yeah. coming off. And like he says, it totally changed the game. That's brilliant from Boyer. Oh, yeah. Like you say, they, they were spot on. Um, the substitutions, but also we've got to speak about another player, um, the low-knee Barry Maguire from Motherwell. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked a bit flat-footed the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I felt like maybe he wasn't up to the pace and then I just feel like he just came into the game and he was, I thought he'd, he'd done the done the business in the middle of the park and he was putting in a good few meaty tackles. Um, like I said, there was nothing was flamboyant about the performance it was just a hard shift in that midfield that he put in and that's all you ask for for a midfielder that's all you want mm-hmm. that's all you want you just want to, want to see them I mean like he says I mean when, when was he signed I mean again and then he's thrown into the team straight away I mean it, it was kind of like Fisher in that respect I mean the first 15-20 minutes he was mm, yeah uh, but then like he says, he just grew in confidence. A couple of passes and that, and you know, he made some. Actually, he made a couple of really good passes to Fisher. Mm-hmm. There was one that was just like in between the the fullback and the centre half, and I got Fisher into a good position for a ball. But I thought he had a no bad game, good game. Um, we'll see again. The more games, the better yeah. you'll probably get. Better you'll get. Yep, it's felt like let's say it was just a good overall performance. One thing that actually struck us was um, Kwame Thomas. Have you have you watched the first half? Who? Near enough. Kwame Kerr. That's better. <laughs> Have you watched the first half? See, like, any like corners that Queen's Park put in the box? It was him that cleared it. Yeah, yeah, it did actually, yeah. Which I found quite like, funny as a like, striker claimed like, every ball that came into the box. Yep. Told all you. good, all around display by the boy. Very good, very good display. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like this, I mean, I don't know, maybe this. Uh, maybe why Boyer signed this boy, Maguire, because I thought it enabled McGee to play a hell of a lot better in midfield than what we have seen. Now, mm-hmm. McGee, a fantastic game for him. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really good. It he was, was only like... the edge of the box taking shots and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, what the heck? He should have scored, though. He should have scored in the second half. And McEwen whipped this, oh, was just whipped this ball in. And I don't know what McGee was, I don't know if he was sitting nodded down to somebody he should have. He should have burst the net. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't remember who that was, but fucking hit like a fifty yeah. pence piece. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no, very good game. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Probably the best I've seen him. Like you say, plaudits all all around for the the team. The like you said, the league leaders came to dance. We thought it was going to be a tough game, 
And at the end of the day, it was it was <coughs> walking the park. Totally, man. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like it says, the Legstons have a safe to make. Nope. Do they look like the lead leaders? Not a chance. Was it great to see Dundee clamping pusses shut? You better believe it. <laughs> and moving on to clamping pusses shut. <laughs> Good player, the the second name to our new signing there, Paul. In case nobody got it. In case nobody got it. Which I probably needed that, but um, yeah, it was good to. Um, I was, I was disappointed. We own calls post match interview. I was wanting more. I was wanting more to spare. I was wanting that much asked from him that <laughs> Avril Lavigne could have made an album out of. Ah, he 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 delivers like he still delivered. Honestly, I thought the bottles of. Um, own calls tears were out of stock I thought Prime had overtook that Mm-mm. as the number one seller but no, we've got a second batch in oh it's the best batch going <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, the flavour has been nailed down like, totally nailed down but his interview like, it, I mean I did a joke kind of interview that he'd be uh, disappointed and you know all that kind of stuff but it was almost word for word for the first 20 seconds I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, then he was going on about claiming for that penalty from Fisher. I think it was against McPeak. That's never a penalty. Nah, not, he's, not like, he's going on about that he's pushed him with both hands. What? McPeak slows slows down for Fisher to even get close to him, and then just hits the deck like he's been shot. That's mm-hmm. never a penalty. Never I think a penalty. he said it was a foul in the centre circle on the lead up to the second goal. Yeah, the, the, for Fisher, Fisher's tackle. That's what it was mm-hmm. on about. That was never a. That was a. Unbelievable! See for a fullback, that is an unbelievable mm-hmm. tackle, brilliant tackle. Um, he's just—he's just a begging bastard. <laughs> he was quite, quite complimentary to the Dundee fans. Um, that's nice. He did say oh, they've been through tough times, and not that's no word for word, but because um, he was trials and tribulations. Out. That's it. That's it. <sighs> that's basically just a nice way of saying you nearly, you've nearly went bust twice. You've been relegated so many countless times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just like you just—he's getting a wee dig in there. Yeah, Aye. okay. Some people are saying that you know it's complimentary and that. Uh, he's he's just having a wee dig. That's his sly wee dig. Of, you know what I mean? I did think that as well myself, to be honest. He's just I, a bitter, bitter individual. Yeah, I was he, being sarcastic when I said about the complimentary things. I did think that as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's just basically we're saying I used to be fuck ups for quite a lot of years. That's it. That was virtually it. I mean, like he says, okay, yeah, he's praised the fans in his own wee kind of way, which mm-hmm. it wasn't a praise, but no praise given to Dundee as a team. No, no, that's the thing. We've just, like, he also said they controlled the game. Controlled it with any shots on target. I could end. He is absolutely deluded. Mm-hmm. Games he watching? It's just... Bonkers, mate. Uh, they're just bonkers. Like I said, mm-hmm. just a bitter, bitter man. Um, and it was almost like a pure carbon copy of the, when the last interview, you know what I mean? And even the two-all game at, pa- at Queen's Park, he was griping, but he never gave any praise to Dundee then. Mm-hmm. Arsehole. Absolute arsehole. But, oh well, <laughs> we've got the three points. Off your pop. As what it is, mate. Oh, yeah. So, bastard. <laughs> that moves us... Well, we're still further in the league because the oh, night. Well, well, let's no let's not change that. So Sorry. the night before Cove Rangers got absolutely humped 
annihilated 5-0 at home to Air United. Um, the return of Paul Hartley's really taken into effect here. That's um, hit the ground, he's hit the ground running. Like. Yep. Um, obviously, on Saturday, you had Rafe Inverness, 2-0 draw, which was a good result for us as well. Mm. Um, Arbroath coming back to win 2-1 away to Morton. And then you had one team who we thought were going to be relegated by now, Hamilton, <laughs> winning against Partick at Firhill, which, again, is a great result for us. Because mm. if we can win games in hand, which one of them is against Partick. Um, Cove. Cove. And Cove, yeah. Mm. Well, we've got the Partick game as well. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. There's that gap opening up. And I think there already is a gap opening up between us, Air, and Queen's Park. Yeah, totally. I mean, like I said, we what we two points off, two points off the the top mm-hmm. game in hand when that game against Cove were top effectively, mm-hmm. and then that, that just yeah, that that's your top three. Uh, obviously, a long way to go. Yeah, was it another fourteen games? I think fourteen, uh, fifteen. Yep. So it's a very long way to go, but it's good to see when you look at the league and look at the games, it's in Dundee's hands. Oh, yeah. Like it, it's not out with, because obviously if you win the game in hand, you go top, and then fair there, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. Um, the thing is, you do, obviously, if we, if we win that game, we go top, you obviously, you're stating the obvious. You want to stay there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and just like you says, and just just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. if we we play like that, like we did against Queens Park in every game, we will we will destroy teams. Like we'll probably get Paul Hartley sacked again. <laughs> That'd be something. That'd be incredible. But that but it's true though. We just play the way that we've done there. Like it's yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm confident. You know, you were worried, you know, all these players leaving and whatnot and you're kinda of thin on the thin on the ground and all this kind of stuff, but we've came through two good two two tough challenges there. Mm-hmm. With the Fairman Queens and came out on top twice. Yeah. Well we'll move on to the, the first challenge. Um just felt it was right to speak about the Queen's Park game first, but yeah, we had uh, Dunfermline on the Tuesday. It was the Tuesday night, wasn't it? Yeah. Um SBFL Trust quarter final. Um, four two victory. Mm-hmm. Easy. Went to the semi. We're playing Rafe at Dens on the eighth of February. Um, like you say, I'm now back into the competition. I'm back liking it. <laughs> I tell you, what, it was an amazing feeling to wake up the next morning with your semi in a semi. Oh my god! <laughs> Doesn't happen often, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Triple X rated podcast. This one, like, bloody <laughs> hell, what's going on here? <laughs> but it was, yeah, it's good. Glad, to, mm. glad to be in the semi final. <laughs> but I had, a, I had a funny feeling the semi final was in a different location. I didn't even really realise it was a dance. You know what I mean? Do you think it was um, El Startico? I, I thought it was like no. I thought it was like a neutral. Thing, do you know what I mean? Uh, but then when I seen it, oh, it's dense. I thought, right, so we've been the old boy, we've got the tickets already. <laughs> We're good to go. Only opening two stands 
and you're on about neutral comp neutral Vegas. <laughs> you think we're going to heavy trip to the Tin Castle or something? <laughs> nah, like I said, it'll probably end up being tapeworm or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a good up- uptake on this game, to be honest. I think I can, and I'm sure Greggy Boy said that you know, d- depending on you know the demand, they may open other parts of the ground. They've got plans in place for mm-hmm. that eventuality. You know, if it, you know. Bobby Cox sells out, then they will open other areas. So, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, they should be getting their tickets lapped right up, man. You know what I mean? It's 10 and a fiver. 10 and a fiver, and Burns under 12 are in free with an adult buying a ticket. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it should be packed. should be packed. Like you say, we can't, it's a Diddy competition, but I mean, it's when the semi final of it, you may as well make the most of it. Doesn't yeah. happen often. It keeps up the momentum of anything if we get to the final. I just want to keep going for there. Yeah, definitely. And again, I mean, you're absolutely—you've just nail nail on the head there, nail on the head. Imagine the players like, okay, they might. I mean, the players might probably look at it. Oh, it's not really that a great competition, but so what? You, you get a lift a trophy, you get a winner's mm-hmm. medal. Do you know what I mean? It's. I think I the players will see it differently to fans. I think the players are up for this competition because yeah. it is, it's, it's a final, it's a chance to get a medal. Hmm. You know, I mean... Name in the history books as well. Yeah. I know it's the Challenge Cup, yeah, but no no disrespect. Like, but, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you, you, every player wants to win trophies, winners' medals, you know? So, yeah, the team are up for it. I mean, I, I can't believe you just said that it was a relatively easy game. The 4 doesn't it? It wasn't easy, like. Credit to credit to Dunfermline. I thought they gave a pretty damn good account of themselves. Like, aye, they did. But I just thought, like overall, Dundee just you know showed them that they're the team in the higher league. You know what the difference was (laughs) when Marshall got subbed. (laughs) You said it, not me. I was leaving that for you. It was true though. Every end was just getting put down that left wing, Mm -hmm. uh, left back. Every, I mean, the first goal came from it. You know what I mean? That's it. That was a good goal for them. That was a good goal. Very good goal. The boy said, "Very good goal." As soon as that ball was whipped in, you knew it was a goal. Mm -hmm. Like McMullen's goal as well. A nice wee set up for big, big Kwame. It was just, (laughs) I mean, but there, there's that's Kwame Thomas and Sheridan doing what they should be doing. Yeah, you know that's uh, what they're brought into the team for. It was good to see like different goal scorers as well. It was all from midfield. Yeah. Like McMillan, Robertson, McCowan, and Anderson. All midfielders. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like when you see four goals, you always think, I bet a striker got a goal here, but the I'll say never, but we're not gonna um really gripe about that because on nah. the Saturday they came up trumps. Um but it was good yeah. to see again, like Robertson, Finley Robertson hardly featured at all in the team um for a couple of seasons. And he started to make his wee comeback into them. And then, what was that? His second or third? Second goal mm-hmm. for Dundee, I think. Eh? Um, I think he was kind of injured, wasn't he, for the the Queen's Park? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. But see, see, before he scored his goal, like he was already like going mm-hmm. down and holding his leg. Like he was like, I need to come off. But was he just kind of maybe got like a second wind and some strike for his, for his goal. Yeah, and I mean credit credit to Mulligan as well. Mulligan had two assists mm-hmm. for a right back with two assists. Youthful team on the pitch. That's kind of showing you where we're kind of going. But these, well, again, we'll probably speak about it all the time. These boys need tied down. I know. I wonder if um, you'll see this competition 
as their sports. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some some managers play a certain competition. Like you see it themselves. I think uh, Jurgen Klopp for Liverpool, and this is like this is my comparison now to Dundee. <laughs> but you know he's, he yeah. does he plays he plays young boys in the FA Cup, doesn't he? And uh, they keep the position, enough. yeah. And mm-hmm. so no matter who is playing well in the team in the league or Champions League, it's always the boys that got them into the next round that are, that are playing. Um, obviously on a much vastly smaller scale, Boyer <laughs> must be doing the same in this Challenge Cup. But I was, yeah, yeah. that's happy enough to see that because these boys that are playing, like you say, Robertson, Mulligan and all, we know they can be in the first team. And um, hopefully we get them tied down <clears> and you see them in the first team mm-hmm. like more often um, than what they are. I was I was chuffed to see the lineup uh, lineup sorry see when the lineup came out and it was just ah uh, the ah uh, the young boys virtually mm-hmm. I was like here we go man I, I was I was genuinely looking forward to seeing them all playing together mm-hmm. and I mean Mulligan kind of started a wee bit ropey in that but but he came into the game playing mm-hmm. right back like I said two assists Finney got his goal Blumen Anderson got his goal it was again another good performance but the the goal of the game was Whitehead's. I know, ninety third minute on mm. the Shankly end. We know boy were out there. we were out by that point. It was like three one and we were dad was dad was choking to get back to the pub, like choke absolutely choking. Um so we started to make our way down the stairs. So we were just standing and I was like, Dad, look, we'll we'll stay for the fourth, jokingly. We'll stay for the fourth. And then the fourth went in, and we were like, Right, let's go for a pint. Then we're halfway down the Provy Road and you hear a wee hey <laughs> you're getting texts going white and this, white and that. <laughs> What a strike! What a strike! That was a goal of the night. Hundred percent goal of the game. Sorry, Danny, my throat's dry. I'm needing some more coil tears. <laughs> Wash that down. Lubricate that throat. <sighs> Always goes down well. <laughs> <sighs> we're going to need a bigger bottle. <laughs> I thought we were, you were going to say we need uh, Ryan to maybe edit out a lot of stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. No way. <laughs> oh, but here, that's it. With one against Queen's Park, with two points behind them, game in hand, we beat them fair one in the semi-final of the Challenge Cup. I, I said that at the end of the pod, we're either going to speak about two defeats or we're going to speak about two wins. And we've got with two wins. Class. Happy days. Class. Yes. One of these. So... I'm sure somebody asked for that. <laughs> what, you used to sing it? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I think somebody, I'm sure somebody mentioned, it might have been Scotty. He's talking about Chris now, Jesus. <laughs> no, I was, I'm sure he said, just do the whole podcast, just singing Derry Rumba. I thought you'd like set up your cameo page or something. It's <laughs> you. <laughs> Not at all. Paul, Paul the <laughs> podcaster. Not yet. <laughs> um, well, we'll speak about transfer rumours. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go I, for I'm it. Leaving, leaving <clears throat> transfer rumours. Let's speak about in and outs. A um, couple of ins, a couple of outs. Hmm. What do you think? That's <laughs> <laughs> what do you think. Oh, I know he's going out. Aye. It looks like... Uh, Running as on his way. Mm. Uh, all the reports are to be accurate. He wants to move to St Johnston, mm. which, funnily enough, he turned down St Johnston to come to us last season. Mm. So their supporters are they are they too keen on him to begin with? 
Um, hmm. As soon as a player doesn't want to be here, I'm happy for them to go. Yeah. So totally. as soon as he was left at the team, I expected him to be left at the team on Saturday. But when you see them at the team, it's like, right, that's him. Um, if they can come to some sort of agreement, I'd like to believe that Dundee want a permanent yeah. transfer, whereas St Johnston want a loan. Um, considering they were going to pay six figures for Jordan White, <coughs> you'd be thinking they would, yeah, I know me as well. Um, you'd be thinking that the probably will take him. I'm not expecting six figures from him. It would be. I'd Why not? Be, Why not? If, he's if a young laddie. He's a young laddie. You know, and he's. I mean, he can score goals if he's played in the right system and mm-hmm. played the right way. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed that he's away, but if he wants to go, then yeah, yeah. I'm Might going as well to say, get some money for him. My theory behind it is that Boyer would gladly let him go and free a wage so that he doesn't even want a fee as long as he's wanting to waive the rest of his contract and no take any pay settlement I think mm-hmm. he'd be happy to see him go and then where's that money going to get used? well hopefully um, get a, a loanee in of a certain MK Don striker um, I think did Boyer know say in, in his interview <laughs> Boy from <that> Wimbledon <laughs> MK Don's oh, right, Wimbledon. yeah, yeah Wimbledon <laughs> <laughs> Smart Alec. Um, hey, okay, yeah, we're waiting to sign some random boy for MK Dons. He's for one of them. Dons are... God only knows, man. But um, did he say, I think he's only letting Rudden go if he can get somebody in to replace him? Well, that would make sense. And he's already made inquiries. Because if you're so, letting him go, that's another body out. That's, that's, that's six. It. Yeah. That's six. That'll be six. Feels like a few. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean the two, two that have, three that have came in. Obviously, we've only seen a half an hour ish of the boy clamping. Mm-hmm. Looked okay. Kwame's taken a couple of days, uh, a couple of games. Absolutely no bad. Maguire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm quite happy with that. But if, if I, I, like it says, I'm disappointed if he run goes. Wish him all the best. Like what? Um. We'll, I just. I didn't I think know. it's worked out from it, Dense. Nah. Nah. It feels like we thought. He was going to come on to a game, then he didn't. And then you feel like he got another goal, right? Hopefully it kicks him on. He's not kicked on. But it has been, it's not just him. It's been injuries and maybe getting dropped to the bench. And it's just been a whole factors. Um, I feel like if we have got somebody lined up, I, I'm not too, I, I'm, I'm not going to lose sleep where I'm going. Nah. Nah, yeah, I mean, thank you very much for your services, um, mm-hmm. but it's not worked out, and, uh, well, I wish him all the best, put it that way, that's all I'm going yeah. to say. <laughs> Go sign Akin um, I'd love that. Well, he's not scored in a few games, is he? He sets them up, though. I bet he's, actually, just double check to see if he scored on Friday night. He never. Do you know? I think he set up a couple. Half a season wonder, isn't he? Nah, I think it... Mm. Well, uh, nah, he's uh, still the main boy for here. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Let's not be delusional they, here. They never, they never let him go. Never, not in a million no. years. And for the money, if you know we're getting a wee sum, it's not going to be enough mm-hmm. to prize to prize their uh, prize him away. You know. Mm-hmm. Have you had any more rumours about potential targets coming in? No. Nah. Um, it's all been last week. We had a few. Um, <laughs> Callum Butcher was at Gardine. We had Dundee Tracky on. Yeah. Um, Dance Park Choir tweeted that 
but there's been none. I think. Well, this one with the like the boy getting photographed in the main stand mm-hmm. before the Dunfermline game, like one, how did people even spot that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, why was why was getting the forty ten then? Could have been anybody. Because it's not exactly Maguire, is it? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he was getting his photos at Gardine. But then who would get photos taken at in the main stand? To be fair, Paul, if somebody was getting a photo taken back then, it would have been announced by now. I'm just going to say exactly, it's just yeah. somebody visiting the club yeah. just wanting their photo taken. Um, and then that's it. But it's silly season for transfers. So as soon as you see one camera getting pulled out near dugout, you're thinking... Mm. I see. What's he plays for? You got a wiki page. Yeah, <laughs> I still think that, I still think there's going to be a couple of boys coming in. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I get, I get the feeling there's going to be a few boys going as well. I don't know why. Oh well, really? There's no freebie behind it. I just still think there's going to be a couple of boys going. Hmm. Interesting. And I don't know who. Probably. <clears throat> well, maybe if his uh, knee injury decides to like. He recover from that. Um, mm. I don't know. I just, I just think we're going to see a few players leave. Um, but also, I think we'll definitely see one more signing come in. At again, least, uh, at least, again, absolutely no basis on that feeling. Just the fact that I've got a feeling. Oh yeah. <laughs> but since there's not nothing happening, transfer rumor. Slim pickings. It's slim pickings. Um, the Hamilton preview. Well, next game, it's a biggie. Oh yeah, because they have started picking up results, and even though Fissel have been a little bit um, hit and miss, for them to go there and beat them one 0 is a great result for them. That's that is a great of, result. And let's be honest, it's on the back of also beating Morton at home. So mm. there's two teams in the top four that they've beaten in the past two weeks. So they've beaten. Well, top five, sorry. So they've beaten like fifth, <coughs> fourth, another way to play us third. Hopefully that doesn't continue uh, the way the wins are going. But I feel like we have got far too much for them. They have lost the boy Andy Ryan, who was their main striker. Has he went to like, is it not like Linfield or Sligo Rovers or some something like that? Something like that. He's away there, so... He's a I mean, danger man, you know? Yeah, so but they got rid of him and they started winning. So... Mm. That, you know. mm. But I didn't I didn't fear them. We've got the history behind us with them. They're, they're always good to upset us. But I've just got confidence going into this game. Exactly the same. 3 0. I mean, like you said, very good result against, you know, away away to part at 1 0. But like you says, unlucky for them that uh, are both beat Martin. Unlucky. Mm. <laughs> But I'd be, look, I'd, I'd be looking for a repeat the last time that we played them through there in October when mm-hmm. the old boy went 1-2-0, Cameron McCown scored. Um, for me, obviously you want you want to win, but like I said before the Dunfermline game, you want to win, no injuries. I think we could all be happy with that. Mm-hmm. More than happy with that. Yeah. And I, de- I definitely think there'll be a couple of bodies in before that game, 100%. Aye, there'll be, there'll be no faces in. Hmm. That I cannot guarantee, but I think. 
we've, we've like you said, we've no bases to back up, but I think there will be. <laughs> yeah, that that is basically that. <laughs> no, I think um, it. I think it should be a comfortable win. And like I've said earlier, if we play anything like what we did against Queens, then we should absolutely smash them, mm-hmm. like smash them, <laughs> and put another nail in their coffin. Scumbag. Like you say, it's as it a as a game that Dundee will have to be cautious in. Because, um, like I say, we came up against that roof a couple of weeks back. We were sitting second bottom, and it felt like we just thought we'd walk on that park and win it. But that was your um, fault, though. I, I take no blame in that. Nine 100% games, your fault. 100% their fault. <laughs> 100% your fault. Nah, I, don't, I don't think we'll be, you know, um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. God only knows. Anyway, I think we'll go there. We'll be confident that we can keep them at bay and score a few goals. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm totally confident and Thomas will score. But Kwame Kerr will get a goal. It'd be good to see him get a goal. Mm-hmm. I, think he'll, I think he'll keep going. It looks like he's got that. goals in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, did you see the tweet put out by the Dundee FC Community Trust? I never know. It was to do with the... Um, what was it now? Moving, they're moving forward with the plans. They're going to, they're building a sporting centre of excellence with Dundee and Agus College at Gardine. Oh, oh no, I did see that. There was, loads, yeah. they had a good few videos on uh, YouTube. The woman for the Angus, what was it, Karen, Karen Gibson or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks great. It looks brilliant. Yeah. Integrate, um, integrating, you know, football training and like actually like learning new skills. Um, what was it Strachan said he was like look there's so many boys that didn't make it but they've yes. got they're going to have these skills to fall back on kind of like, be like apprenticeships and all that kind of stuff which is brilliant basically preparing boys who don't make it mm-hmm. who only know football because I mean I, I know plenty of uh, players that were in United and Dundee youth teams over the time Abroof as well and it was seen as I don't need any further education that's yeah. me I'm in the youth teams I'm in, I'm in football now, that's me, I'm going to be a footballer. And then never play the first team game. Mm-hmm. And then they're out on their arse, no qualifications, potentially having to go back to college and spend a couple of years there. And I mean, when you're 18, 17, 18, being punted for a team, have you got the mindset that you're going to go back and do a few years? You know, yeah. it's... You have to like pick a, yourself up. Like. Slippery slope, to be honest. So it's yeah. good that Dundee are looking to build into that. And also, you know, prepare boys for life out with football. That's exactly it, man. And potentially people who are going to have a career in football, but preparing them for what they're going to do after it. Because hmm. there was plenty of footballers out there that are 25, they're at uni. Because they kind of, they're not going to go into football afterwards, coaching or not, they're going to go and do uh, another job. So um, I think yeah. it's fantastic what they're, what they're wanting to do. And, you know, stuff like that will attract younger players to come to play for Dundee. It's not just a case of you're coming to play for the youth team. You're going to go for the under-11s and play, try and work your way up. It'd be a case of uh, you will play for the for the youth team, but we're going to be preparing you for out with, trying to learn your new skills and along the way. Yeah. So I think it's excellent what they're, what they're planning on doing, and it's a fantastic line-up. They've got, like, say, me and you visited the Gardine uh, yeah, campus. That's- just what I was going to say, yeah. like, like what you were saying, um, you know, players will probably want to come in because they'll have that. I mean, that, that's what Strachan was saying to her. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like this, it's an attraction. 
you know, and it's unbelievable facilities, like unbelievable. And there's no many teams in the country that have got that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it will hopefully. I mean, there's been what there was three three boys signed professional deals the other day. Yeah, I seen that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not had a, a look at the the names and are they, if they're uh, local players or are they from out with Dundee? I've not had a wee look. Um, because I think that's the way clubs kind of look forward now to the bringing boys. They're not just looking at Dundee; they're looking at getting boys in. And like I say, we've got the St John's School as well, which yeah. has got a fantastic reputation. There's plenty of players that have came, um, like you say, from like surrounding areas, from like Stirling and and all that as well, and came up and you know went through them ranks and been quality players. So it's um, it's good to see that the the scoutings just out with the borders. Yeah, and we're looking at like everybody. To be honest, here, there, and everywhere, they've got the talent and they want to come up. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be worried for these kind of young guys, though. You know, obviously leaving family and whatever to come here. But I think Dundee do have, or well, from what we've seen, it looks like they've they've got the, they've got the base there. And these videos that have came out is looking like everyone's mm-hmm. kind of in place or getting into place, and it's, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Long may continue the trying to produce and bring through younger players yeah. should be the absolute like bread and butter for any team. And I know it could take many years mm-hmm. and us Dundee fans are impatient, but hopefully, you know, the amount of money that's getting spent on this youth team and what's happening, I mean, you're going to have to let it go a couple of years before like uh, it, bears, it bears its fruit. Yeah, yeah, you're bang um, on, mate. You're bang on. Yeah. Bang on, absolutely bang on. Because some people look at some results of the youth team and go, oh, there must be nobody there. But to me, at that, that age, results didn't really matter. It's how you, how you play them, how you get them playing. Because um, I noticed that your cousin uh, tweeted the podcast wanting you to do a review of the last youth game. But you can sing and dance for that in. Yeah. Oh, I, can't mind. I can't mind the score. I was just looking at the individual performances. I was I was looking at the performance yeah, exactly that's... like you said. You know, I just <laughs> want to make sure everybody, you know, the, the they got stuck in. You know, the, the the played for the badge. You know, that that's it. That's all yeah. it is. The 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 scores are relevant. <laughs> Without trying to sound like petty by the sounds of it, and for dealt from hmm. people on both sides of the divide that um, Dundee had a really young team on. So yeah. That's exactly right. right there. It's, no, but, it's experience for them. It's experience yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. But we'll wait and see about all that stuff. I mean, you see, that's years in the making. But, you know, we've seen boys who have been in the youth team like Mulligan, Anderson, um, Fisher, you know, Leo Cameron, the oh. people that are in the youth team. That's them coming through. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll start producing more boys like that. Because that's, that's the way forward for any club. Um I forgot as well the the Douglas Youth FC. Forgot to mention it again. There are still tickets for the evening with Charlie Adams. Um, Can't wait. Looking forward to that. It's uh, Saturday, eleventh of February at the Douglas Sports Club. Um, I'll give it its full title: Sports and Recreation Club. Ooh, fancy! <laughs> the tickets are on sale twenty pound. I think twenty two pound fifty. Um, when you go through the website, also yeah, uh, booking fee is websites do it's uh, sponsored by the longest 40 memorabilia um like there's a live interview q a and you get a photo opportunity 
also. Um, let's just hope that there's no any bright lights um, bouncing off of Charlie's head when you're getting your photo taken. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But if you want to bring your uh, any sons, it's uh, obviously because it's a Douglas youth uh, event. Um, under 18s are welcome. And I spoke to one of the organisers and it's... Uh, Obviously, they have to raise money for bibs and everything like that, you know, just the essentials for youth teams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're able to go, go and you get to see Paul. Yay! <laughs> Hopefully, standing. Leaning against the wall. Leaning, yep. <laughs> but listen, I started to disappoint you, Paul. I've totally forgot to do on this day with the D-Archive. Fucking shambles. It is a shambles. This podcast is going downhill. Unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> Owen, shut up. <laughs> Actually, you'd have to do lip smacking. Yeah. Oh, kept... God. Oh. I mean... Mm-hmm. If you listen to me on this pod, it's all M's, 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 and the mis- mispronouncing words and bloody boys' names and all that. But I was infuriated by his lip smacking. I think a few people were. Yeah. Like, a few take people a drink were. of water. Take a drink of your tea. Get your tears and wipe them on your tears. lips or something. Fucking <laughs> hell, do something. Yeah, anyway, there's no D archive this week. I'm disappointed, man. There's none, there's none. But what I'll do is I'll think, uh, I'll not think, I'll look and I'll put something out, I'll tweet something every day for years. Ah, you better. Because that's the kind of guy I am. Actually, speaking about the D archive, I'm now started on the 2010-2011 season. So it's obviously the season that we nearly went bust, but also the Mm. season that obviously most fans will remember as Weirdly enough, one of the best seasons following Dundee. Yeah. Because of the togetherness and boys playing uh, when they're injured and staking their boots and Rab Douglas couldn't even move and boys taking goal kicks from him and he's getting clean sheets. Getting just the whole <laughs> that season, eh? Um, never again. Obviously, long may we never have to go down that route again. Yeah. For what it was, it was special, the way the whole uh, team banded together. But um, it was... James Christie, obviously the Dundee official website reporter, has also given me all these uh, match reports. And the ones that he for, he's not had any saved from 2011-12. So he sent them on and I was like, look, I've actually got all, all your other ones for the defiant season and whatnot. So he's, I'll be posting them, so it'll be tough to see them. Ah, cool, mate. I've read some of them. Just, uh, a, lot, a lot of memories of that. Tears oh, to yeah. the eyes and all that capers. Oh, yeah, mate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of you remember, some of you don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a, what a season, mate. Mm-hmm. But like you say, hopefully we never have to go down that route again. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Stuff that carry on. <laughs> Got tilt for third time, isn't it, champ? So, actually, Paul, before we do go, um, there was an update from D for Life regarding the proposed move and more so the sale of Dens Park. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of questions. Uh, D for Life are there to ask these questions. The supporters are kind of flocking back, signing up, asking them, could you ask for that, this and that. But I think this is a biggie for a lot of fans because, obviously, uh, you see, especially down south, teams 
moving stadium. They're not owned by the club. They're owned by a different property thing. If you, if you know what I mean. Like but a franchisee yeah, thingy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the club are basically tenants, which mm-hmm. is the, mm-hmm. the route that we will be going down if plans are put in and improved and whatnot. But that's for future debate if it happens and everything. But if the club are planning on moving, Defy I've asked what's going to be happening um, with the sale because um, they have speculation that the sale of Dens Park was imminent, which I think a few of us have heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were to ground share with some teams in the 2023-24 season. Yeah. So they've contacted them and general manager of Dundee, Greg Fenton, um, also confirmed to the D-Life director, Kenny Valentine, um, who just recently joined, by the way, um, that we still be playing at Dens next season. Um, obviously, d life are really happy with with the answer. Um, as they quote, it's the biggest single concern expressed by the members we have spoken to, unquote. Um, that's me trying to be... I wear glasses and trying to act smart as well, speaking smart. Um, I didn't even notice. <laughs> um, but I think, like, they've obviously been told stuff. I think uh, not being able to share details of all we have been doing of late. Um, been frustrating, feel progress has been made. Um, we'll be able to update you more fully in the near future. Um, and as again, DFLIFE will continue to ask questions about the impact of the stadium proposals on the club and all matters of importance to supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they're happy with the answers that have been given yeah. to the club. So, so should be, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so so all the fans should be, I think. If, if they're happy, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. bang on, man. Bang on. Because you didn't want to be traipsing away through a, like, I know it was rumoured Perth, you know, Grimshire and St Johnston. You didn't mm-hmm. want to be traipsing through there every second week. You know what I mean? Pfft. Nah, nah. So I'm glad to be staying at Dens, but is any money going to be spent on Dens to kind of... Uh, nah. Probably not, no. So, well, we'll see. But as, as, as the minimum, I think yeah, the minimum. Yeah, at least we'll not be homeless. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's always a, a good. But I mean, there's, there's rumour going about that Dundee have already bought back the stadium. Yeah, I heard that. Which kind of goes into the um, like in the statement about a sales imminent of Dens Park. So, mm-hmm. but I've not seen anything. Those no seen anything on paper. And if you look at companies' houses, and again, if you're one of those fans that. Looks at I got it right this time. You yes. got it right, son. I'm yep. proud of you. So if you look at that, there's been no transfer of deeds of property or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, from what people have been saying is that it's basically agreed and near enough signed upon. But mm-hmm. that is just like hearsay and what people, you know, pub talk. Yeah. Or WhatsApp talk, because that's the most common thing now, isn't it? WhatsApp. It is, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But again, until anything is on paper, on the internet, on the official websites and everything, it is all hearsay, um, which it has been for a past wee while. So until anything is worth speaking about, we'll probably not speak about this for the next wee while. Um, yep. But you never know, there could be news popping up. Um all happening. There's probably loads of stuff happening behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's a, that's a given, to be yeah. fair. But yeah, so it's good. 
We're yeah. not going. We're not Grimshire in the fucking Perth. Happy days. Stuff <laughs> <laughs> that carry on. <laughs> I know. Um, but Paul, that's it. That's all we've got. I've done. failed you by not having it on this day. But I'll post something everything every day for you. I'm holding you at that. We've had two wins. The fan base is happy. That's all we ask for. Own coils, no happy though. Again, that's an added bonus. That's honestly the biggest bonus you could ask for. <laughs> that's it. Fuck. But we will be back next week where we hope this time we bring out a second range in the bottle tiers and this time it's John Rankin. Mm. But until then, Paul, it's been fantastic having you on yet again. Thanks again, mate. And I've been your host, Danny Smith. It's been an absolute pleasure. Bye-bye.